0: I was an adult man once A man named Abe And I was a monster
1: Roll up Roll up for the Mario Kart tour Oh, Jeff,
0: I fucked it up I referenced the wrong Beatles song Well, I... You have to start warning me with these Beatles references Because two episodes in a row now You're just catching me fully off guard Not ready to banter.
1: If you're doing it right, you'd be—I'd be catching you fully in guard.
0: Ah, well, I I don't know if we're gonna do it right or do it wrong, but why don't we do it in the road? (laughs) Hello, Mario Kart Road. Hello. Welcome to the
1: conversation. (laughs) I'm Heil Russell,
0: and I'm Jeff. I think it's time to start over. Uh, Gibbon in the live stream chat also agrees.
1: <laughs> no, what? Uh, we don't have time to start over, Jeff. This is a busy week. E3 is upon us. And I, I, time is money. And, and I, I can't just have a wanton do-over of the conversation. No, not, not when we have a live conversation this Friday that I need to tend to. No, we've got to get this one in the can and out the door. Got to kick it, kick it down the road that you want to do it in. Uh so yeah, uh E three two thousand twenty one, it, it's almost here. I just got into the E three two thousand twenty one media hub. So that this is exciting. Yeah, yeah DK
0: You're D- in Docs you're in Dox Central now.
1: <laughs> hey, you know it it's like uh double jeopardy. I can't be doxed by E3 twice.
0: Right, your phone number and address are already out there. Right, and what's the worst that can happen? Now
1: it's like, what? What am I? Whoops! You know, I I got you pregnant. What am I to do? Get you pregnant again? No, nah, it's it's fine. <laughs> yeah, uh,
0: the uterus is used up. Let's move on. <laughs> so, I. uh...
1: I, I got my E3 media credentials approved over the weekend, which was exciting in that, what does that even entail this year? Well, it might mean I can snag some interviews. So uh, DK Vine's Donkey Kong journalism uh, will be going going hard all week trying to ch- digitally chase down the creators of our favorite games, trying to snag interviews or FaceTime. Uh, so... Anyway, yeah, that, that's, that's exciting. Uh, I just, I just set up my little profile and they make you create an avatar of yourself. And I'm like, this, this is weird. Can, can I just like put a picture? You've already doxxed me. What does it matter? Uh, I'll, I'll put up with one of my nudes. It's fine at this point, but dkvine.com, Jeff. dkvine.com. That's where you need to check all week long if you're a fan of Donkey Kong. The broader Donkey Kong universe, rare, platonic. If you like that stuff, then you, you wanna, you wanna check us out. Check out the website, but also social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Subscribe to us on YouTube. And don't forget to subscribe to the conversation, uh, on your preferred podcast listening dispensary. Because, yeah, we're going to be having conversations all week long about the various shows and reveals. Hopefully, we'll have some reveals to talk about. But, anyway, uh DKVine.com, that's where you'll find me. You'll find Jeff there, too, but you'll also find Jeff on Golden Sands' blog post. If you're really into Sea of Thieves, Jeff runs that with our good friend, uh, Dre, and... That's uh, all about Sea of Thieves and Sea of Thieves news and updates. It's how I stay abreast with all the happenings in that game.
0: Yeah, so that was medium.com slash golden hyphen sands hyphen blog post. Or you can get there quicker just on Twitter at golden sands blog.
1: Yeah, or you can or, go to uh, DK Vine. It's
0: like a DK Vine. Yeah.
1: DKVine.com forward slash golden sands blog post. And I, I, also well, have a, easier, so. I also have a link to it under our friends tab on the site. So you just go to friends.
0: I I also tattooed a QR code shortcut on the head of my penis, which yeah. does not work because it's distorted by the contours of the head of my penis. Doesn't, doesn't function.
1: Now, is that your avatar on E3's Media Hub?
0: <laughs> well, I didn't get around to doing the thing. I didn't get on the hub because... Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, and, and I was telling this to Heil, I've got E3 on the mind, kinda, but also my brother's getting married on Saturday, this, okay. before E3 here, and so I've been, my mind is elsewhere, Um, but I said, you know what, I got a lot going on, I'm the best man, I got a lot going on, but I can surely stop by to talk to Heil about Crash Bandicoot, and then I can surely do a stream of thieves uh, on Sunday, and then I can surely stop by to talk about Mario Kart Tour today. And uh you know I think that I'm probably going to be roped into a whole lot more in the next week.
1: You will um, be. You and will I be. might
0: I might even go to my brother's wedding.
1: What you should do Jeff is for his toast, uh you know at the at the reception, you know the, the best man has to give a toast, you you should just recite this episode of the conversation verbatim. You should do both voices, yours and mine. And and that should be the but toast. I'll,
0: How will I ever impersonate a white American male?
1: Uh, It'd be a tough challenge, but I believe in you because you're a method actor. You've been living it for how old are you now? 15, 15 years?
0: I don't remember the bit. I think I'm 15 now.
1: (laughs) But yes, we are discussing Mario Kart Tour on this last stop before E3. So Jeff, uh, I wanted to do this episode because I, I wanted to clear the air a little bit. Uh, because the air was a little stanky. So, mm. you know, if you've been following DK Vine the past however many years, few years, uh, you'll know that by nature, I'm not really a cynical person. I, I, I There was a time, if you've been following DK Vine way back, where, yeah, I you know, in my teens and most of my 20s, that's probably how I define myself, was a cynic. So, somebody who was uh, pessimistic by nature, contrarian even, but that was mostly owing to my self-loathing, my intense depression, and, and after doing some intense you know, psychological work on myself, uh, I realized that I'm actually, at heart, an optimist who you know always tries to find the good in things, the silver lining. Even if I don't like something, I'll try to come away with with an opinion where, well, you know, but I did like this aspect of it. So, I know as a content creator, that is completely counter to how people normally get clicks. Because that's not what drives engagement. Outrage drives engagement. Uh, Schadenfreude drives engagement. People want to be pissed about something. And that's just not me. And I don't want DK Vine to be about that. So, you know, it's rare for me to outright trash something. I, I'm always trying to look at a project, even if it's not something that really speaks to me. I'm I'm trying to look for the good and accentuate that. But that being said, <laughs> so Gibbon and I have done three episodes on Mario Kart Tour uh, In the past, like, year and a half, going on two years. Back in Season 7, we did our First Impressions episode. Then when they added Funky and Dixie, or Dixie and Funky, to the game last year, we did our Funky Dixieland episode in Season 8. And then later that summer... Very we, clever pun. Yeah, I, I, I like that one. Not a lot of people got it because they don't understand our music references, Jeff, because... For whatever reason, gaming and being a music nerd, they don't really correspond. The the stars don't align that often. So well, we're... Let's
0: not say... It, it's not that we're a nerd. It's that it, we both have the musical taste of a man in their early 60s. <laughs> yeah. And... Uh... It just happens that we also both like Donkey Kong.
1: Sometimes I wonder if I'm if I've started a cult and I you, like you were my first uh, indoctrinated member, like my weird cult of Donkey Kong and '60s British invasion bands. But no, no. Uh, I, I, I hope I haven't like brainwashed you, Jeff. I hope.
0: No, I think we just have a same the same origin story. Okay, I think it's right. like Batman and and Oliver Queen. We just are. <laughs> Kind of the same thing.
1: <laughs> I, yeah, I, I tell myself, well, you know, if the Scientologist didn't want Jeff, then surely he wouldn't fall <laughs> to my wiles, but... uh, Yeah. <laughs> anyway, an we, we also did the Donkey Kong Jr. episode. Uh, it, it was Donkey Kong Jr. in Mario Kart Tour, question mark. That was a mini episode from last summer. Anyway, so the overall impression that Gibbon and I gave on those three episodes was... I hate Mario Kart Tour. <laughs> Gibbon was, was probably the more optimistic of the two of us when it came to the game. But I, I, I hated it. Like, I didn't understand it. I didn't understand the point of it other than a way to shake people down for money. And looking back, there might be a few reasons for that. My introduction to the game, actually playing the game was poor because my iPhone was poor. It was very old and it was it had a cracked screen and the battery life was practically non-existent. So I could only play for really short spells or else my phone would just die. So that that you know what what I saw of it, what I experienced of it was a Mario Kart game completely stripped of the nuance of gameplay. And everything that defined the series for me in the past was absent. All, all I saw in Mario Kart Tour was a cheap cash-in trading on the Mario Kart name that provided nothing but the shallow, empty calories of, of bombast and spectacle without anything backing it up. And I, I saw, it like, yeah, it was an attempt to hoodwink the gullible mobile gaming rubes uh, to fork over money to, you know, chase characters they wanted uh, because it works so well for them with Pokemon Go. And, you know, Pokemon Go, I'll say this, it's a novel concept and it got a lot of people out to vote. So I don't have any problems. I don't have any philosophical issues with Pokemon Go. But Mario Kart Tour, on the other hand, it's just a game that's less of a game than the other games called Mario Kart. And I hated it. (laughs) I just... And I, I expressed that, I expressed that yeah, uh, quite a bit on those three episodes, so much so that I know it was off-putting to people who wanted to hear my deep thoughts on Mario Kart Tour, and all I gave them was vitriol, so...
0: for You know what, I, I didn't even realize that you've done three of these, uh, this is the fourth time that you're talking about this? <laughs> yeah! And, uh, like, yeah, I mean, I guess that could get old, if you just hated it every time, but, uh... Well, this one's going to be different. So, it's going to be
1: different, yeah. So, if you were turned off by my opinions on Mario Kart Tour in the past three episodes, stay tuned because you might be pleasantly surprised. So, around early spring, spring being spring in the Northern Hemisphere here, uh, I finally broke down and got myself a new iPhone. Because I couldn't charge my old one. It just wouldn't charge anymore. So there was one night where I... I, And I had to do this whole routine where I propped up my phone on the nightstand. I had to stand it up against the wall with the charger in just a certain way to catch a charge. And then once I did that, you know, I would just have to leave it alone and hope it doesn't fall in the middle of the night. And that's how I would charge my iPhone. And one night, it just wouldn't catch a charge at all. And I was like, Oh, fuck. This means I have to go into Verizon tomorrow morning and get a new phone, which I hate because there's all of this. Well, for one thing, it's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. And two, I just don't, I mean, it, it, this was pre-vaccine. So you have to sit there wearing a mask with someone you don't know. And you're just like, yeah, I want this phone. Okay. Now I have to do this and agree to this and do this. And it's, it's like all, it's, it's all of the charm of a doctor's appointment without any of the like exciting discoveries about your own body. Uh so, so I,
0: Haya, I let me get this straight. You you shop like like you go to a building. Yeah. To shop? Like you leave your house.
1: Yeah, I I left my house, Jeff. Wow. I know. Right. It was no, terrifying. I'm just processing. It was terrifying. So <laughs> Anyway, I got a new iPhone. The actual experience was quite pleasant. Uh, I have to say, I, w- I was surprised. I went early on a Saturday morning. Nobody else was in there, but me and the Verizon employee. And so it, it, it wasn't like full of disease carrying morons hoping to get baby Rosalina and Mario Kart tour. So I, I was happy. And then I, I got, I was reinstalling my apps later that day and I was f- thinking, well, I guess I need Mario Kart Tour because it is DKU. I might not like it, but it is DKU. It's like it's like eating Brussels sprouts, you know. I the, the texture is terrible, but it's it they're vegetables and they're on your plate. You need to finish them.
0: They're in the broccoli universe, so
1: you have to. <laughs> yeah, right. So I groaned, and I grimaced. But see, the thing is, Jeff, I like broccoli, so I was going to say broccoli, and I was like, well, that comparison doesn't hold up, because I actually enjoy a good slice of broccoli in my mouth.
0: Yeah, I'm all about a little broccoli. Brussels sprouts, though, they can really fuck right off. Yeah, no, Brussels... I'm not, not going to do it.
1: Brussels sprouts are horrible. The texture, they're they're like little little baby
0: lettuce. They're like the Mario Kart Tour of vegetables, if broccoli is a real Mario Kart game. Yeah, ex- yeah. Ah, uh, just kidding. Just uh, kidding.
1: But, anyway, I, I redownloaded Mario Kart Tour, and then I, I was thinking, I was like, well, hey, I, I could actually play this for longer than a couple of rounds without worrying about my phone blowing up in my hand. So I, I might as well, I mean, I didn't have a lot going on that day, so, uh, you know, I I booted it up, and I I actually connected it to my real Nintendo account this time. And uh, so I basically started over, started from scratch. And somewhere along the way, and I don't know when it was, it was over the course of a day or two, maybe a few days, I made a startling discovery. Mario Kart Tour can be kind of fun if you give it enough time. And I know that that's a that's a mind blowing review right there. Like that, there, if there was a box that this game came in, they would surely put that pull quote right on there. Uh, but I, you know, I didn't really mention it a lot on the conversation. But this was clear to anyone who follows DK Vine on social media or, or just talks with me, because Jeff, you noticed it. You noticed I, I had an interest in this game all of a sudden because you started to play it. Uh, and that's why I invited you on this episode and not Gibbon, uh, since she said she uninstalled it on her phone and I didn't, I was like, oh, okay. Cause I was thinking about having Gibbon back, but then I was like, well, Gibbon's already uninstalled it. So Jeff has been playing it it might be interesting to get the perspective of Jeff who just started playing it seemingly after I rediscovered it. So that's why I invited you here, Jeff, on the week of your brother's wedding.
0: Yeah, on the week of my brother is to be married. Um, you come to me. And uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, I I, uh, I have been playing it. It's kind of a become a part of my daily routine most yeah. days. And uh, yeah, so it'll be fun to give my thoughts because I haven't done that really anywhere. I haven't really talked much about this game to anyone except to s- some small conversations with you while we play Sea of Thieves, but, uh, yeah.
1: Yeah, because you're... on the phone. Yeah, you're you're, you're the one DK Vine staffer who's been playing it and talking about it, uh, except for me. And and so, yeah, so let's let's get into the hidden joys of Mario Kart Tour. What I couldn't appreciate when I had a shit phone. So, let me throw that... Caveat in here, if you have a shit phone, if your smartphone just can't hold up playing a game like this, then maybe none of this will apply to you. Because it certainly didn't apply for me back back in the day, back in Conversation Season 7 and Season Eight's continuity. But here in the Conversation Season 9, now that I got a nice brand spanking new iPhone... Um, I, I'm able to appreciate this game. Like you, it's become part of my daily routine. Uh, I, I get into it at least once a day, even if it's just getting my little daily reward and now doing the, the daily challenge, the, the race you do, uh, you, you can do every day. And if you, you know, you get a reward for doing that race. And then if you do all of the races, it, you know, every day, then you get, uh, a, a little, little badge um but i at least do that stuff i check the shop you know i i'm in there and, and what i find too is it's fun when i'm just like when i'm done for the night when i'm done with dk vine when i'm done with work and i'm just sitting on the couch and netflix is on or whatever streaming service i have on i'll just pull out my phone and you know my absentmindedly just play a few races and um i i find that i i get into it, and then some Some days I'm bored with it, and I'm just like, okay, I'm, I'm done with this for today, but I always come back the next day, so uh, let's, let's actually talk about why it's been hooking us uh, so let, let me explain why my position on this has differed, so I didn't like it because I thought it was a watered down piece of shit version of Mario Kart but What I wasn't really processing back then was that it's not a traditional Mario Kart game. I was holding it to this high standard, or, or like the standard of, at the very least, the handheld Mario Karts of the past. Like Mario Kart 7, or even going back to Mario Kart Super Circuit. And while I thought it's stupid to translate Mario Kart to the mobile experience, when you can't really replicate the gameplay... I was just shallowly overlooking everything that it was doing different and the new avenues of fun that it was exploring. So, the grand unifying thesis for Mario Kart Tour for me is that it's essentially a Tony Hawk game, only you're inside of a go-kart. And... When you realize that, when you realize it's less about how well you drive and it's about and, and it's not about getting good times, except when you do, you know, an occasional time trial in, in one of the like random one off challenges. But it's about pulling off the largest combos of, of tricks uh, and stunts while while also finishing the race as high as you can. They should have called this Mario Kart. Like stunt rally or something, because Mario Kart Tour, I think, is, is a deceptive title.
0: Mario Kart Tricky.
1: Martin yeah. Nintendo tricks, owns some like- iteration of Tricky, so where where is Tricky? Nintendo put Tricky. I I would spend forty dollars on Tricky.
0: Uh. Well. Okay. We'll we, that, we, that we'll get into that. <laughs> <laughs> but but on the gameplay. Yeah, I think a huge piece of this is that obviously they could just make a handheld Mario Kart and put it on a mobile device. There's nothing stopping them. They could yeah. replicate all of the buttons if they wanted to, um, but what what they did is different. And what they've they've done is uh, catered to the to the play style uh, that is successful on mobile, which is bite sized microcosms of gameplay. Mm-hmm. Um, the races are shorter and. They've removed a lot of the any kind of the frustration aspect, so like you're not falling off the track uh so you know most of the time you can't even fall off the track um you're just kind of forced to stay on the track and it's instead like you said you you're doing these tricks and combos, and it's more just like a bite sized um little mini thing and and you you jump into a race it takes it's pretty short and uh and it's less about the competition between you and other racers too, because it's not really even about getting first place. Although you get more points for doing that. It's all about just getting, uh, the highest point tally you can get by any means. Yes. And the higher you place is just one of the ways you get those points. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's less about like you sit down to race your friends and, and be the best at racing by being fastest And it's more about hopping in to complete a couple daily challenges in these bite-sized little, you know, uh, mini mini races. And that, obviously, is suited to the mobile gaming market because mobile games are are very much about the bite-sized micro-time investment. And I think they've done a good job of taking... Because, like you said, it doesn't feel like a lesser version of Mario Kart. It feels like its own kind of new, different thing. With the Mario Kart skin on it.
1: Yeah. They should have called it Mario Kart chunks. I take back my previous statement. They should have called it Mario Kart chunks. Because you just get little chunks of Mario Kart. But it's... uh, Forget forget that statement. I'm I'm wrong. But... (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's like so. The the ultimate goal, right, of every any race is to get enough points to get the grand stars, which you could then use to uh unlock like all all the the Rewards. the various stuff you, you you unlock when you collect grand stars. And you get up to five grand stars for every race, depending on how many points you get. And you can replay a race. However many times you want to try to get those points to get all five grand stars. But, yeah, you can get five grand stars without even finishing first in a race. I've done it a few times now. Um, if your character, vehicle, and glider selection is high enough in points individually, the, the, the components combined to be high enough in points, and you perform enough maneuvers throughout a race... Then all really finishing in a position, a certain position does is provide another avenue for those points to your overall tally. So yeah, it, it's definitely a different way of thinking about what you're doing. It's not even about the race so much. It's about just what goes on throughout the race. And, you know, you mentioned you, you can't really fall off the track in a lot of places. And I didn't like that aspect of it at first. I was like, well, what, what is this? What, what are these training wheels on me right now? And I, I now see it as less making the game idiot proof and more about providing an experience that allows you to focus on the combos rather than worrying about going off road or out of bounds, which, you know, does happen from time to time, but it's spaced out where it can happen. Um, and, and that also helps make the inevitable item clusterfuck when you get stuck in the middle of the pack a lot more palatable because you're not necessarily screwed when you get, you know, blitzed by four shells in a row. Um, it, everything is, is a lot faster and more recoverable, even though you're just racing two yeah. laps instead of three.
0: I mean, if someone hits you with an item and you fall, off the course. Yeah. In, in a regular Mario Kart game, it's devastating. It's just like, man, this is setting me back so much just watching my character respawn. Right. The stupid cloud guy, you know, Cloud Cloudy Cloudy Clive who drops you on the track. And uh what I, I what I think is this just has removed some of the frustration aspects so you can just get right into the gameplay and never have that annoying lengthy respawn moment where you're waiting to get back into actually playing. Instead, it's just like no, just go play. If you get hit by a shell, you spin out. You just keep racing. You don't have to fall off the track. You, you, you. It's just like oh, we, you know, get right back to focusing on hitting that jump coming up, and then you know, dra- drifting on this next corner, and then, um, you know, and another one that I really like. I really like the lines of item boxes that you just like can't miss. Yeah, like like you like in Mario Kart in a normal mario kart game there might be like four item boxes in a row and you could drive right in between them or the racer in front of you could hit the box and then you drive in their wake and don't get a box and this game is like nah you're gonna get a box and you're gonna get an item because it's you know who cares about anything if you don't get to use the uh, you know it's just letting you get into the gameplay quicker and like do the jumps draft the, drift the corners use the items and and removes anything any barriers that would be like no you don't get to do this because you fucked it up um and it just puts you in the gameplay and you just do it and since it's not really like online it do, you know it doesn't matter it doesn't feel like all clusterfucky because you're not real players
1: yeah and, and the the whole item clusterfuck i know some people are really drawn to that you know it's fun in a party setting where you're with your friends and everybody's laughing and having a good time at the chaos, but that really got tiresome for me in the era of Double Dash and Mario Kart DS and Mario Kart Wii, uh, and they started to scale it back and make it more reasonable in Mario Kart 7, and I feel like they got a good balance in Mario Kart 8 going on, but um, here, even when there is an item clusterfuck, it's not stressful because the stakes are so low for it you're not trying to race for four races in a row to get you know a a cup and, and to you know to keep progressing throughout the game you're not doing that you're racing a two-lap race that you if you screw it up you can just jump back in and try it again as much as you want over a two-week period Uh so it's like oh yeah okay so I I really got sc- Screwed there, and I finished seventh. Oh well, I'll try again, and I'll get first this time. It's a relaxing take on Mario Kart, which is I I didn't get when I couldn't actually relax with the game when my phone wouldn't hold up. Uh, now that I can sit sit there and play this game for maybe forty minutes at you know at a time, it's kind of like those adult coloring books where people just swear, oh, it's so relaxing. All you do is shut off your brain and color. I'm like what? But that's what this kind of is for me. It's a relaxing take on Mario Kart where my brain, my frenzied, anxiety-riddled brain can just kind of shut off. And I go into autopilot because I don't have to worry about going off the track. I don't have to worry about this or that. I'm just watching characters I love drive around colorful locales. (laughs) And, and I'm, and I'm, and I'm getting stuff for it. And, it's 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 nice. It's zen like for me. I I'm really right. kind of enjoying it. it. It's it's part of my nightly wind down routine.
0: Yeah, I feel the same way. I think it, it, it's if you come at it from the idea of like you are sitting down to play a video game, then I don't think you might enjoy it so much. But I think it's more like um, pleasing the stupid part of your brain that just likes to check off boxes. Yeah. And you just kind of sit, you just sit down and and, and it's very, you know, you can, I play it like 10 minutes. I play for like 10 minutes a day. Like that's nothing. I just, I put it on because you're going to get the daily login bonus. I mean, obviously all of this is psychology. We're brainwashed, whatever, blah, blah, blah. (laughs) But I, you know what? Life is hell. I get a little joy out of some bullshit psychology brainwashing. Then that's fine. Uh, but, uh, you know, I, I sit down, I get my 10 minutes of just like get my daily login bonus, play a couple races, play maybe a cup in a, in a bonus level and stuff, and then, uh, check what's in the daily shop. And then, uh, I bounce. That's it. I'm done for the day. This game is great. It's just simple joy. If, if you come at it, uh, not caring about it at all. Yeah. That's important.
1: It is. Uh, don't get stressed out about the game. And that's, that's where I, I was going at it all wrong. I was stressed out when I first tried it back, uh, back when Gibbon and I talked about it because I, I didn't have Donkey Kong. I, I pulled the pipe, the, the pipe that they let you pull when you first get the game. And I got what Bowser or, or somebody. And, and I was just like, Ugh. I got Toadette. Yeah, Toadette. And it's like,
0: what? I'm supposed to race with Toadette in a game? Yeah, right. Yeah. I, 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 and I was just
1: stressing, stressing about it. I was like, when am I going to get Donkey Kong? When am I going to get to the Donkey Kong factory? That's a Simpsons reference. I, I know, I know people like cartoons, Jeff. So I'm, I'm throwing in the cartoon references.
0: I'm only 15. Um, is this, is this, uh, Jessica Simpsons? (laughs)
1: okay if you're only 15 you don't know who jessica simpson is jeff you just outed
0: yourself i really struggled i don't think there is any simpsons for my generation of 15 year olds oj simpson he's a a famous football player my brain went to (laughs) oj my brain went to oj who you know from the naked gun movie right um, which every 15 year old old loves for that and nothing else (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, we fifteen-year-olds love ironically watching the Naked Gun.
1: You're big Leslie Nielsen fans. What? I mean, it's just
0: all, all, all the right from Scary Movie Three. Yeah. Leslie Nielsen from Scary Movie Three. Yeah.
1: What's okay? So what's more, Jeff is I, I'm getting sucked into. You, you said this is this is for the idiot part of your brain that likes ticking off boxes. Well. This is this is scratching another part of the stupid center of my brain that another Nintendo franchise always scratched. This is really enticing the part of me that loves building up my character and cart and glider combinations because you can both level them up, up to level 7, and you can build the level of points each of these components can earn. Uh, as the a flat rate amount of points for every race. So when you start the race, when you go in with a certain character or a certain cart or a certain glider, uh, those will carry with them a certain amount of base level points at the start of the race that you already have just for using those. And you, you can grow those if you, you know, can unlock uh, a ticket that will allow you to keep boosting them as you race. Um, but... This is basically like me leveling up Pokemon. It, you know, th- this, okay, so they should have called this Mario Kart, the grasses of Pallet Town, because that's what I'm getting out of it, Jeff, is, oh, I'm, I'm leveling up Donkey Kong. Ooh, I'm leveling up Dixie Kong. And I'm leveling up their carts, and I'm leveling up their gliders. And look how many points I'm getting when I'm using these combinations now. Isn't that fun? And honestly, I'm playing contrary to how one is supposed to play it. And honestly, how they should play it uh, because I only ever use the Kongs and Kong related carts and gliders. Uh, and I do have preferred combinations that I, I stick with because I'm like, well, this is Donkey Kong's cart and I only want Donkey Kong using this cart because it's his. It's his. I've given Donkey Kong this cart, and none of you other racers are allowed to touch it. Uh, so, I'm a weirdo. I, I, I'm i a freak of nature. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this isn't how you're supposed to
0: play yeah, Mario I Kart I want to reiterate, Tour. this is a bad way to play this game. It's a terrible because, way. And, and like I said, if you want to enjoy this game, it's very important that you don't care about it at all, yes. because uh, at its core... It basically sucks, um, but that doesn't. But that doesn't contradict what I said earlier, which is that I have a lot of fun with it. Right. Um, and but at its core, it is telling you at every single juncture, these are the carts, gliders, and characters that will get you the best uh, items and the best score and combos uh, on this particular track. It's it's the antithesis of. What we talked about on the most recent conversation before this, the Crash Bandicoot racing game, which is a game whose design ethos is that you can play as any character on any cart with any any design you want, and you can make them play with the engine style you want. So, basically, it's purely cosmetic. You can be... Any character on any cart you want, and you can get the gameplay the the control style you want, instead of forcing you to be like, Well, I love uh Rilla Roo in the Crash Bandicoot game, but he's not a good character because he's heavy. I can't use him. Like, no. This is the opposite of that here on Mario Kart Tour, where they have amped that up to the nth degree, with um everything has a uh, uh the most extreme example of this is the one you should use on this stage with this combination if you want to get the most points. And it doesn't bother me because I just don't care. <laughs> um but it also it, it's a it's a way to trick you to give them dollars. Yeah. Uh they, they want to they want you to give them American dollars or foreign dollars. <laughs> and I don't do it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: All all other uh denominations of currency are just called foreign dollars that's 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 (laughs) jeff odin economist those are the two currencies yeah um no and and i if jeff i am such a zealot i am such a donkey kong universe zealot that i will not allow myself to play as, as any other character but the kongs uh once I once I unlocked them that is, because for a while there I had to play as as one of the Koopalings. I think it was Larry. Uh and then I then I then I picked Ugh. Lud Ludwig uh Von Koopa. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. I, I had to play as them for like a solid week and it was the worst it was it was just the worst, Jeff. It it was it was the worst. And then I finally well we'll I'll get into that, but um needless to say, I have all the Kongs now. And so, this is not how you're supposed to play the game, but my theory is, okay, I don't like missing out on some of these badges, because whatever. I'm only in this for the Donkey Kong content. I'm only in it for unlocking Donkey Kong content. So, uh what, what I'm going to do is I'm going to just play with my preferred combinations, my preferred character cart glider combinations and if I keep leveling them up and I get them high enough then ultimately it won't matter it's my theory about Pokemon if I just have a level 100 Blastoise what the fuck does it matter I can just do whatever I want so uh, that's what I'm trying to do with this game and again like I I don't care, Ooh, I can only get 4 grand stars on this track and I can't get that 5th grand star oh well, I don't really care um, so it's a different way than you know How I normally approach a game Which is very completionist I- I'm not really a completionist with this game I'm a Donkey Kong uh, Zealot So I- I'm all about Donkey Kong content And nothing else So I-, I just wanted to read off My preferred character combinations That I have so far For the four We'll call them the four rare Kongs in the game So for Donkey Kong his cart is the DK Jumbo, the just the the classic DK Jumbo, and I'm using the Barrel uh, Hanafuda glider. So the the H- Nintendo Hanafuda cards, uh, they they're in this game as gliders, and you know the, the the way you unlock some of this stuff is they come back around after a certain amount of time in these time limited pipes that you pull, right? So the the Hanafuda card.
0: It's a slot machine.
1: So it's a slot machine. It's all randomized, but you have to pay the rubies, um, which are kind of like the in-game currency that can equate with real-life foreign dollars or American dollars, where um, you have the rubies, and five rubies get you one pull in the pipe, but then you can also use 45 rubies to get 10 pulls in the pipe, and that's where you, your odds Ooh, increase. free pull. Yeah. The other week, they, they brought back the Hanafuda gliders, which I'd seen in the glider, you know, cause you, you can see everything that's been in the game and everything that might come back around again. And so I saw these Hanafuda gliders when I got Mario Kart Tour back. And I saw one of them had a barrel cannon Hanafuda card. And I was like, Oh, I want that so bad. I hope those come back. And they brought back the pipe for like a week. Uh, the, the other, the other, week. I think it was towards the end of the, uh, the Bowser versus Donkey Kong team rally, which we'll be talking about because I have some thoughts on that. That's sham. Uh, but I was like, you know, there's, I think something like eight of the, the Hanafuda gliders. And I was like, there's no way I'm going to be able to get the barrel the barrel cannon one, the one, the only one I actually want, but whatever. I'm going to, I'm just going to, do a pull and, and see what happens. And then on the very first pull, what pops out. But that, I, I've never had that luck in this game. And I was like, ah! So that's the one Donkey Kong's using. Uh, the one like very explicit Donkey Kong glider in the game. So I'm very happy I've got that. Uh, for Diddy Kong, I've got the barrel train. Uh, Diddy's classic cart from Double Dash. And I've got the great sail glider because Diddy, uh, he became a video game hero in a game about pirates. And so the great sail glider looks like the sails on a galleon. And so I, I thought that was just perfect for Diddy. So that's what I paired Diddy with. Doesn't really go with the barrel train, but whatever. I don't care. Dixie Kong, I've given her the banana master cart because it, it complements her long blonde ponytail. And she has the starry Great Sail Glider because it's like Diddy's, but it's pink. So uh, so there's that. Funky Kong, who I just started leveling up last night. I just started actually playing as Funky for the first time last night. I've given him the Rambi Runner cart, which is a variant of the Rambi Rider. And I've given him the- I
0: don't s- have either of the Rambi cards.
1: Yeah, I, 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 yeah. I lucked out with the- I got the Rambi runner, uh, during the Bowser versus DK tour. But I've also given Funky the Surf Master glider, which is the glider that looks like a surfboard. And, uh, so, that's really cool. I, I was using the Tropical Glider for Donkey Kong, which is the glider that looks- that's a palm tree with bananas. But um, once I got the barrel Hanafuda, I, I quickly swapped that out. So now I'm saving that one for when I start leveling up Donkey Kong Jr. Because he's all about climbing up those trees with the fruit. So I thought that would suit him. But I don't want to play as Donkey Kong Jr. until I get a variant of the DK Jumbo. Because there are a few variants of the DK Jumbo uh, in the game somewhere that I, I want to give DK Jr. Because I believe DK Jr. is a younger version of the modern donkey kong and and i'm thinking if i if they ever add cranky i will give him the ramby carts and i'll give funky something else maybe the mine carts that are in the game anyway so that's that's a delve into my troubled brain jeff <laughs> so
0: yeah you know and i i will say uh, you mentioned pokemon and just the kind of i know that the way you play pokemon is is the incorrect way but um i get the analogy of just the mindless leveling up, uh, which, like, uh, you know, as we mentioned, is kind of the the, the checkbox stupid part of the brain of just watching numbers go up. Um, but you know what? That's not new to Mario Kart or to, po- you know, like the RPG grind. Uh, yeah, it does check off that same kind of box as the RPG grind of just kind of uh, trying to level up your your hero or your party in an RPG, except, um, you know, except it's just arbitrarily increasing the, the value of your cart and glider and characters in Mario Kart. Um, yeah, it's good. I don't care about this stuff at all. I I play (laughs) as whatever. I I don't make a a meaningful combination. I play as whatever the cart and stuff that is like recommended Uh as the best value and, um, but if there is a relative tie, because they'll put things into three tiers, you you hop into a, st- a track and you say, I'm gonna race that track. And then they say, all right, pick a racer. Here are all your top tier racers for this track. And here's your medium tier racers for this track. And here's your bottom tier. And there's like numbers. And you're like, oh, well, Funky Kong is worth 400 points. Uh, But Bowser... Dry Bowser is worth four hundred and ninety points, and 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 when it's like that, I'm gonna say, hey, even though Funky Kong is slightly less points, he's still one of the top tier choices, and I'm gonna go with Funky Kong mm-hmm. because I like that guy, and uh, so I do that, I do do that, um, and it also, like you know, like we said, that just choosing to use him levels him up and increases his points a little bit each time, so that's fun to do, um. But uh, I didn't unlock Dixie Kong yet. I have Funk, I have, I have Donkey Kong, and I have Diddy Kong, and I have Funky Kong, and I don't have Dixie Kong, and I don't have Donkey Kong Jr. because the game is a slot machine, and you don't always win those. And I refuse to give them any of my American dollars. Uh, Th- that's so- that's
1: because you're a rational consumer, Jeff, whereas I. I, I, now you, we talked about this while we were playing Sea of Thieves because you mentioned there's a term for games like this where there, there are consumers, call them customers that basically keep the whole enterprise afloat because this like 1% of people will buy everything. And therefore they make the whole endeavor worth it because they're essentially pumping in enough money where it's like there's, they're buying an entire game or, or more every, every time there's an update to the shop. And, uh, this term is called a whale, I believe. Yeah. So
0: I, yeah, you're a whale for Sea
1: of Thieves. I'm a whale for Sea of Thieves. I am not a whale for Mario Kart Tour unless it's a DKU thing. And then, then, my brain plays tricks on me, and I lose that rational consumer filter in my brain i'm not
0: sure i'm not sure what the term is for someone like me. I guess it's like a krill <laughs> or something yeah, but i'm really happy to just take my free ride where the customers like you are subsidizing the experience no uh for customers like me now look
1: i i've only so so here here's what I do. I do spend a little bit of money in this game because I buy the the gold pass um and and the the, the gold challenges uh every because I feel like it's a it's a worthwhile investment. It's not a lot of money, just a few dollars here or there. And you do get some nice items out of the deal. Uh and it's like, it unlocks further challenges. And if you do all these challenges, then you get, and they're, they're pretty easy challenges too. So it's not like you're, you're, you're really like playing a game of risk here. Well, what if I don't do these challenges? You're going to do them. Uh, but then you unlock some nice, uh, high end carts and stuff. And I was like, oh, it's worth it. I'm playing this game a lot. I don't mind supporting it financially here or there because it's a free download game, you know. A, I'm I'm not a thief, Jeff. I I'm not a, a common criminal who just uses services free of charge. No, no, I want to support the things I'm enjoying. So, um,
0: I did sp- but Yeah, you know what I'll say. Sorry, go ahead.
1: Go ahead. I, I was just gonna say I did spend forty dollars once, <laughs> but 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 <laughs> that's that that was a rarity. That was a one time thing. Unless more DKQ characters get in there and they offer them in this this package uh oh. we'll get into
0: that let's say let's name the five characters we want them to put in there each <laughs> no um but i was going to say you know what listen uh, per- just speaking personally i actually i like to gamble i i uh i gamble sometimes and i go to casinos um uh, i you know and i think that people have this uh innate sense that it's an immoral thing it's like the whole enterprise is evil and bad and it is uh, because it's preying on uh, people's worst instincts. But if you don't have those instincts, if you if you're in control, it's not so bad a thing. Because, you know, you know, you, you, if you buy a, uh, a scratch off ticket at the gas station and you don't win any money, people will say, man, that idiot, he wasted his money um, and and. I don't agree with that because if you can spend $2 or $5 to give your brain a little shoot of endorphins and escape from the horrors of the the world that we live in, which is the worst world to live on, uh, you know, it's no different than anybody buying anything that makes them happy. It's a chemical response in your brain. I agree. Um, as long as you're responsible. So if you're, now, yeah. I went to the casino... I went to the casino with my mom once, um, and, you know, my my attitude at the casino is I go in and I say, well, I have a 100 American dollar in my pocket, and I will spend that money until it's gone, and maybe if I'm lucky, I'll make money, and if I'm not lucky and I lose all the money then that was just the cost of a few hours of entertainment Mm -hmm. because you can't, you know, going someplace and having fun costs money. But then I don't go to the ATM machine and pull out another $100 and another $100 and another $100. But I sat down at, uh, my mom likes to do the little slot machines, the cheap ones. And I sat down and I was like, well, you know, let's say hi to her. And she says, and this is a direct quote, uh, this is my favorite machine, the pictures on the screen make me happy, <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, maybe that's maybe that's like a <laughs> fucked up nightmare scenario, or maybe it's fine because we're in control. Um, so what I'll say is this: I think you everyone should check out that Mario Kart tour if it sounds like a little bite sized bit of fun for you. But if you have any inclination whatsoever to lose control in a gambling environment then do not do it or at the bare minimum don't ever put your credit card into the game
1: yeah yeah the, if that's good advice if you are easily tempted if if you are are compulsive in any way especially when it comes to hoarding digital representations of video game characters, like your favorite video game character, Luigi with the big sausage, who is in this game.
0: Uh, <laughs> I love sausage Luigi. Yeah. Uh,
1: if, if you... If you know you're going to bankrupt yourself trying to get Luigi with the big sausage, th- then don't. Then don't, don't ever install this game because it will lead to ruin. But if you can handle it, and if you're, if you're only, if you're like me and you're only compulsive towards certain characters, maybe, maybe it's not so bad. Uh, so, yeah. So also, I, I, we should mention there, there are badges and the badges are the only things that seem to be really time limited. Like there, there are very like time limited badges that will just go away forever but i'm I'm not too worried about those because i'm only in it again for for donkey kong content this is the equivalent of titles in sea of thieves which i know you uh you've you've been able to kind of mentally detach yourself from why don't really care about that title um whatever uh and since i'm only working towards Donkey kong related stuff you know and I I already missed out on a bunch in the first like year and a half of the game. Okay, sh- sure, whatever. But uh, Jeff, I use the Burning DK badge the the logo for Donkey Kong's energy drink, and I know you use the the DK barrel flanked by other barrels because uh, cause we're yeah. friends. And I see your 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 badge. Um, yeah. But let me explain my philosophy towards the game's story, my fanon for, for how this game makes any sense in the context of the DKU or the Mario universe. Uh, so it's Mario Kart tour and, and you've got like an assortment of drivers. So the way I view it is this is a iteration of Mario Kart where the character of you uh, your, your self-insert avatar that can be represented by a me or, or an Xbox avatar. Uh, you, your own character who in the chronology of the DKU first appeared in It's Mr. Pants. Uh, you are basically, you own a Mario Kart team. And so you, you can build your drivers and, and compete against other teams. And, and so that's and then your badge is your sponsor so burning dk is my sponsor for my team that's that's my fan and jeff
0: I love that I never thought about it before because I don't think about this game um but that's really kind of a satisfying way to think about it that you're you're kind of you're building out a a team and now you now you're making me want something that explicitly does that in a Mario Kart, in like a in a real Mario Kart game with like a career mode, like they they really yeah. like could flesh out that concept. Yeah, the, the thing about this game, a racing thing game. about
1: this game is when I go back and I play Mario Kart Eight or, or any other Mario Kart game, I get frustrated now because I'm expecting Mario Kart Tour, and this game does do things in a certain way that I actually appreciate. And I would like to see some of the ideas, let alone the characters of this game, integrated into, like, the main um prestigious franchise. Like, if there is a Mario Kart 9, probably won't be until after the Switch. But when we get another Mario Kart game, they better be, you know, grabbing some ideas from this one because... I, I do think it, do, it does some things that could really revolutionize Mario Kart. And Mario Kart is a franchise that doesn't really want to revolutionize itself because it does fine just maintaining the status quo. But, um, you know, every Mario Kart game shifts the formula just a little bit. And Mario Kart 8, you know, did so with graphics. It, it actually made Mario Kart look pretty instead of a pastel nightmare. So, um, It'd be interesting to see what they pull. But, Jeff, I want to get your opinion on this, because, you know, the game sort of hides the fact that you're racing against CPU players, unless, you know, you're you're in multiplayer. Um, because what it does, and this is just a, a weird concept to me, it uses real-life Nintendo IDs. Like, people... It basically... Steals their identity and and puts it on a CPU player. So the names are real, but the, you're not actually racing against these people. Uh, and so because of that, you get some weird names that you're racing against on occasion. Uh, have you raced against like against any CPU characters with these Nintendo IDs? And you're like, well, that's that's a funny name. I I, I can't believe that got through Nintendo's censors. Um, because to date, I've met Satan in the game, I've met Booty Eater, and I've, uh, just last night, I raced against Pee-Pee-Poo-Poo.
0: Ah, Pee-Pee-Poo-Poo. Pee-Pee-Poo-Poo. They're famous. They're famous in the Nintendo (laughs) online. No, I, uh, I have seen, um, Jeff Gordon Ramsay. (laughs) And, uh resident beagle 4 uh-huh. i was like that's pretty good it's like resident evil but it's resident beagle uh no but you know this shit actually tricked me because and and i felt like a foolish fool i felt like i had been made into a fool because i g- got onto this game and i didn't know anything about this game before i downloaded it other than that it was evil yes um you know so I get in there, and I start playing it, and I really thought that these were real people for, like, a good chunk of time. Like, probably an embarrassingly long amount of time. I was like, ah, oh, man, I barely got beat by Jeff Gordon Ramsay that time. Or, like, you know, and then, like, yeah, suck it! And then, you know, I'm I'm taking people's names down so I can, you know, de- send them death threats, all the good, all the internet stuff. And then I learn later, they're CPUs. yeah they're not real and i learned it only because eventually you you kind of can tell you can kind of tell because one how would everyone be like like nobody ever drops out of the race with a bad connection Mm -hmm. i never drop out of the race with a bad connection uh you know it's like the race starts exactly when you want it to like, really, when I want the race to start, all of a sudden there's seven other people yeah. that are ready to go? I don't think so. And then also, there's something just a little bit uncanny about, like, you can tell that the way they drive, that's not a human. Right. It's very subtle. But it, eventually my brain picked it up, and I was like, I've been made a fool.
1: Yeah. I, I will say, though, that it's it's a weird... Logic that they do this, but it still kind of works. It I never feel like I'm alone when I'm playing the game, even though I'm alone. It because they do pull names from around the world too, so you'll you'll see names in different languages, and I really like that aspect of it because it does make me feel like I'm part of this global community, even if I'm not actually playing the multiplayer. And I, I these names have and identities have just been stolen from people. And I'm wondering, is my, is, is slush out there? Has my identity been stolen? And if so, is yeah. Nintendo using it on Donkey Kong characters? Because I will not take that slander if they're putting it on Sausage Luigi.
0: Yeah. I wonder too. What are people thinking about my username? of moanin' bonin' onin' <laughs> yeah. around the world. But when I see, like, a name on there that's in, you know, a foreign language, I just, I, it does, it, it, it is exciting, uh, thinking of how people are all around the world, and I'm like, I wonder how many foreign dollars this person has given <laughs> to the evil gambling casino that is Mario Kart Tour. Um, but it's it's cool. I don't actually hate the fact that they're not, that they're not real. I'm glad they're not real, because I think it would suck. I think the game would not function well. Yeah, It wouldn't. In fact, the game does have a multiplayer that is real, and it doesn't work. It, yeah. You know, like, probably 80% of matches that I try to join there uh, get disconnected. Yeah. So, that's dumb. And But, you know, it's cool. It's cool. It just, I felt bad that I was stupid enough to be tricked... But now that I know, I don't mind it. I think it's good.
1: What What you're doing is you're providing a service for those people who will run out and play Mario Kart Tour now because we're talking it up. This way, they won't be tricked. They won't feel like a fool. You took that hit, Jeff. So others. May- so let Let me rephrase that. It, you stumbled, so others could walk. <laughs>
0: uh, yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So. You mentioned that you mentioned ideas from this game that could go into other games uh-huh. in like Mario Kart, and I and I don't think it's really like we don't have to dwell on it. But I did want to say the one thing that I think is super clever and great uh, that I want them to do in in a, in a future Mario Kart is that they've got the T version and the R version yeah. of tracks. It's just like, hey, we made a track, but why does that have to be the end of that track? Let's make an updated version of that track that changes the layout a bit with some more tricks and, uh, gir- you know, and, and, like, catwalks you can drive on to change the layout. And then there's the R version, which is the reverse. So they basically said, hey, we already designed a track. Now, here's a version of that track where you go the other direction around, which is going to completely change up how some of the, like, set pieces and trap moments and stuff work yeah. in it because they have to get the whole thing to work in reverse. I don't know, this is just some stuff I think is cool.
1: It it really is amazing how they're able to do so much with relatively so little. With like there there aren't as many tracks in the game as you would perceive there to be, but they make the most out of the tracks they do have in there. And and like in a certain tour they will really emphasize certain tracks, especially if it's themed like they had this the Sydney tour uh, where you you can race in Australia it, through through like the Sydney Opera House, and they had that track like four or five times thr- throughout. But you had all the different versions of it, and each one felt a little different. And and so I, I appreciate uh, how economical the game is with with what it has to use. And uh, yeah, it's
0: one of my biggest joys is when there's a new tour. And you have to download a little update, and then you get in. It's a brand new tour. You're starting kind of from scratch on all of the, like, progression of, of unlocking stars and stuff like that. And you start the new tour, and it's a whole new uh, selection of tracks yeah. that are, like, there. And uh, another thing, I never played Mario Kart DS or Mario Kart 7. And I think a large percentage of the tracks that are in this game are from those two games or or they're in some way a reimagining or a revamping of tracks that were in those two games. Uh, Because every time there's a new tour, there's always at least a couple tracks in there that I have never played on in a Mario Kart game. Yeah. And uh, it's exciting. It's just a little fun to get a little taste of something different every two weeks.
1: Yeah, every two weeks too. That's that's when the big updates come. And they refresh a tour every week. Uh, the, the the first week into a tour, then they have new challenges and new pipes and, and everything. So it, it it definitely does a good job of keeping more slot machines. More slot machines.
0: Don't forget about the tour. There's a new slot machine. Come back to the tour. Don't forget to log in every day. Come back to the tour. We got another slot machine. Come back.
1: It does do a good job of keeping you engaged, and and even if it's just oh, I'm gonna, just going to spend ten minutes with the game, you that, that it's it's a product productive, fulfilling ten minutes. Uh, even you know if you're just shutting off your brain and you just get in there, uh, I never feel like I'm bored or irritated. You know.
0: Yeah. Well, then they also have the tour tokens. They have on the racetrack, you drive and there's like regular coins and then you can use the coins in the coin shop. But then they've got like uh, tokens, like green green coins. Mm-hmm. And I know it's just like the stupidest little thing. But like normally if I drive around the track and every tr- coin was just a coin and, and and there's such a small number of coins versus, you know, compared to h- how much stuff costs in the coin shop, my brain would think, I don't care about coins. They give me no joy to collect the coins. They're, they're too insignificant. But because like every 5th coin is a green coin, I'm like I got to get that coin. Yeah. I like, I feel good driving around the track, hitting a green coin and then being able to buy stuff specifically from the green coin shop.
1: Uh it feels good. No, like 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 you said there's something about this game that's quite pleasing to the lizard the lizard part of your brain that just yes. likes pretty pictures.
0: It's like the slot machine that my mom likes. The pictures on the screen make me happy. And there's
1: nothing wrong with that. That's what I, that's what I'm saying. Like, yes, this game is a lesser a lesser version of Mario Kart, but it it scratches my itch. It 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 scratches itches I didn't know I had in in that brain of mine. And and it feels good. And I'm going to let it feel good because the world is a terrible place. You're absolutely right. Uh let's talk a little bit about chasing characters. And Donkey Kong representation. Because for me, they go hand in hand. So, when I re-downloaded the game, and I, I started over properly from my actual Nintendo account, it took me a week or two to get Donkey Kong. Uh, and, and I want to stress this, though. it Even though it took me a little bit of time, if you're interested in trying out Mario Kart Tour, and you are a Donkey Kong fanatic, a zealot um it's not hard to get either Donkey or Diddy. You'll you'll probably have to play as a Koopaling or a baby character or or some asshole like Mario for a little bit of time unless you get Donkey or Diddy on your first pull, but that's probably not going to happen. But but then they will often appear Donkey or Diddy in the daily selects in in the shop. Uh, and the daily selects are randomized for every player, so it's not universal. Somebody's daily selects will be different from the next person's, but it took me a little over a week, and I checked every day, and then suddenly there was Donkey Kong for 3,000 coins, in-game coins, and and then Diddy was in there a week or two later, so I, I got them pretty quickly.
0: Yeah, same. I got them both very quickly, and... Uh, DK and Diddy, yeah, if you just check the shop, they show up in the shop. So just play the game every day so that you have enough coins when they do show up in the shop, and you should be good. When, when And they do a thing, they do a thing every, a couple times a tour, where, when you log in, like, oh, go back and re-race on these three tracks to get 300 bonus coins each. Yeah. Those are a good way to rack up the coins, so then if Diddy Kong shows up in the shop, you can... You can buy them with your
1: coins. Yeah, I, I'm always hovering around 40,000 coins. So, uh.
0: Holy shit, Kyle. Well, I mean,
1: I don't really buy i I've, I've got most of the stuff from the daily shop now that really appears in the rotation. So, I, and I'm, I'm really only going for DKU stuff at the moment. So there's really no, no need to, to spend a lot of coins. Um, but yeah, there, there's a, there's a Twitter account of some notoriety where it, it's, it's based on the joke that at one point Diddy was offered in this forty dollar bundle, thirty nine ninety nine American dollars, uh, where y- you could buy Diddy um and, and a bunch of rubies. You're actually buying the rubies because the way the laws are written, you can't sell these characters, but you can sell rubies, the in-game currency. And Diddy is just this delightful bonus you got. I I, I don't know how it works, but. Uh, so, so people are like, is this as as expensive as Diddy Kong? And that, that's the joke of the Twitter account. Diddy was offered in, in the same deal that I got Dixie through. Uh, but now Diddy is just, uh, he's just in the normal rotation of characters. You'll find him soon enough. But Dixie and Funky and Donkey Kong Jr., if that's your thing, uh, they're all harder to come by much harder because they're high end characters it, this is just a, a way that the game parses out, uh, the really good characters versus the less good characters, the more common characters. And then there's the absolute dog shit characters, which, uh, they're like the Koopalines and the baby characters. The game knows. The game knows that these characters are just terrible. The Koopalines and the baby characters. And so they're they're portrayed with gray backgrounds. Uh, the super characters like Donkey and Diddy and Mario and some of the rest, they have golden backgrounds. And then the high end characters have pinkish purple backgrounds. And Dixie and Funky and Donkey Jr., they're all high end characters. And, um, some high end characters or vehicles or gliders do appear in the daily selects or the token shops or the tier shops, which is, which is another thing, uh, depending on your, Ranked tier, which can go up or down depending on how you do in the ranked cups every every uh, week. But um th- there's those three shops. So high-end stuff does appear in there, but it's few and far between. So you can either get the high-end stuff through a pipe pool, or you can pony up real money if they become available in one of the special offers. Uh, I unlocked Funky personally, during the Bowser versus Donkey Kong team rally, because Funky was available as a spotlight character along with Dry Bowser in one of the pipes. So that meant we had, we had a greater than normal chance of pulling Funky Kong if we pulled a pipe, especially if we spent 45 rubies and, and got 10 pulls for reduced rate. So that's how I got Funky Kong. got him twice over, actually, so I leveled him up to level 2 right right away um and you got funky uh way back when right
0: yeah i think that i basically jumped in to join the game for two reasons one i also got a new phone and my new phone is just you know such a champ this badass (laughs) is like i have a battery i have a battery for days i don't charge it i charge this thing like once a week sometimes twice uh so yeah i got the i got on the mario kart for that reason but also because they did a banana tour Oh and yeah, I think that's that might have been what it was called, and and it had, uh, Funky Dixie and DK Junior. I think. Oh, it it as, it, like, it was highlighted. It was
1: the pipe. They did that special pipe with the the. F- there are fifty items in the pipe, and
0: uh, the banana the pipe. banana
1: pipe. Yes, yeah. And and it, it was the the characters uh, that were really primarily featured in it were Dixie, Funky, Donkey Kong Junior. and Mario in a Hawaiian shirt. <laughs>
0: right which all oh, every time i think of that i just think of uh oh my god it's a bit on community where they have uh who is it that's on there mitch uh horowitz or, or who who's the guy who directs um he directed arrested development oh um come on Heil, you gotta know Horwitz, mitch hurwitz showrunner come on mitch Horowitz played a character on the in the final season of community it was called, like, The Coogler. Uh-huh. And it's just Mitch Horowitz in a in a Hawaiian shirt. And every time I see Mario in the Hawaiian shirt with his sunglasses on, I think of The Coog, man. It's The Coogler. <laughs> yeah, so... That's some shit. Anyway. Uh, yeah, so I got Funky Kong from that. That's the long story short.
1: Yeah, out of that pipe, let me tell you, I got Mario in the Hawaiian shirt, and I, I, w- I w- wasn't happy about that. <laughs> I wasn't
0: happy about that,
1: Jeff. <laughs> So, I, I didn't get funky until several weeks later with the Bowser versus Donkey Kong team rally. Dixie, on the other hand, which you have not gotten Dixie yet, Dixie no. was also available at the same time then as a special offer. I think a week into the tour, there Dixie Kong was, as a special offer, for $39.99. And, and yes, yes, Jeff, I know. I know. Everybody... I know who I told. I shared this on social media. So, you know, I I heard it a lot when I did it. But I don't have any regrets because I, I this way, I'm not worrying about Dixie. I'm not chasing after Dixie. I'm not obsessively trying to scrounge up rubies to pull pipes. I can save my rubies now. Ultimately, this was a good long-term investment for me, Kyle Russell, to just buy Dixie for $40. And also, that sends Nintendo a message. It says, Nintendo, hey, guess what? I like this Dixie Kong character. I'm willing to put $40 of my American dollars for Dixie Kong and, and send them to you in this digital envelope. There you go. Make me think of them that next time you make a video game and say, hey... Somebody out there is willing to spend $40 on Dixie Kong. We should use that.
0: Yeah, I, you know, it's hard to argue with that because... Um, but, you know, I, I've kind of... I've rewired the way I'm interacting with the game because uh, I've decided... I've kind of min-maxed the way that I earn the rubies and and, say, and, and what I spend the rubies. So now I'm just saving them up. Uh, my first, like, week in the game, it's like the second I had five rubies, I was pulling the pipe. And then... I didn't realize I'm basically missing out on the on the the most cost efficient way which is doing 10 pulls of the pipe in in a bundle. Yeah. And then I realized that I don't actually care about this pipe. Yeah. Like I wasted a lot on a pipe that didn't matter. So now I'm just saving them up. I'm saving up rubies every tour until they do a uh, a pipe that is for sure Donkey Kong relevant so that I can just maximize my odds. I'll I I will have enough rubies at that time to make sure I didn't just miss out on some chances to spin the slot machine. And I think it ta- um, I think it
1: takes several weeks or, or or even months into the game for you to come to that realization, uh, especially once you get a nice selection of, of characters and carts and gliders anyway. And, and so right after the Bowser versus Donkey Kong tour. They did the builder tour, which is kind of like the Mario Maker themed, uh, variants for Mario and Luigi and various things. I think they added like builder toad or something. I, I don't know, but, uh, I was like, wow, I don't care about these variants. I don't care about these characters. Uh, I'm not going to pull this pipe. I'm going to save my rubies. And, and that was a first for me. Granted, I just came out of that tour with all of the Kongs and, and a lot of the like Kong adjacent carts. And, and stuff. So I was set. And, and so I was like, you know, when various things like DK Jumbo variants come back around, I want to chase those with my rubies. I don't, I don't care about Builder Mario. Now we have the wedding tour and it's like, I don't, I don't care about Mario and Peach's wedding carriage as a card or whatever the fuck that's supposed to be. Just, I'm, I'm fine letting it go. So, um, uh, it, but it takes a while to get there. I, I think. You have you have to be satisfied with what you got, and, and not just obsessively chase after what's in the pipe that week.
0: Yeah, you gotta you gotta you gotta realize what is the right slot machine. Yeah, and what is the wrong slot machine? What
1: has the pictures that make you happy?
0: Exactly, that's it. I we're we're really I think having a breakthrough with this. Um, but yeah. So I think basically it's, uh, it's, it's a fun game if you, if, you can, if you can treat it stupid. Yeah. If you can just turn your brain off and have fun with it. I, I'm, I'm not fun.
1: saying like this is a brilliant game. I'm not saying it, it's even like in, in my top 50 of the DKU. But I'll, I'll say this, Jeff. I'm enjoying it. And I'm playing it every day. The, the only DKU game I play more than this is Sea of Thieves. Uh, as, far, as far as like the hours I put in every week uh but this, this is like becoming a part of my life where i just oh load, load, go into mario kart tour see what, see what's shaken
0: it also de- it doesn't feel that um unlikely or out of the realm of possibility that like cranky kong or or king k rule could show up in this game at some point right
1: well, let's let's talk about which is fun. Dixie and Funky because I couldn't really speak from a personal perspective when we did the the episode about them joining the game. Uh now that I've unlocked them and and I've seen the betrayal, they're wonderful. Uh now Funky, he's obviously just from Mario Kart Wii, so same, you know, mannerisms and personality, very bombastic, you know, funky funky driving a vehicle. We've seen it, but Dixie in Mario Kart is surreal to actually get to control her, and and even if you don't have her unlocked, you will see her. You will race against her several times, so you you'll you already get a a whiff of Dixie before you get her. But the way she occasionally breaks out her uh, helicopter spin, her hair helicopter spin when she's doing a jump in the cart, wasn't expecting that. It's a treat. Uh, I I think they really get Dixie right. Um, and I and, uh, Dixie's honestly the character I play as the most now that I've got her. Maybe it's because I spent forty dollars on her and I want to get my money's worth. But I'll, I just. There, there is something. Or
0: it's the only, it's the only Mario Kart that you can do this. It's the only,
1: yeah. And like I said, like even Diddy isn't in Mario Kart 8 or Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. So to be able to play as Dixie Kong in any iteration of Mario Kart, I think I was upset when Dixie and Funky were added to this because I was like, you're wasting Dixie Kong's Mario Kart debut. On this lesser Mario Kart. But now that I've actually got her and I'm, I'm actually figuring out the way to enjoy this game, I'm, I'm happy it happened here. It, it's, it feels nice to be able to sit down on my couch, uh, unwind after a hard day of Donkey Kong journalism and get to, get to see Dixie Kong in like Chaco Mountain. Or, or various like locales that I'm very familiar with. It's really surreal when you're racing on Royal Raceway from, you know, Mario Kart 64. And I remember racing in Royal Raceway on the N64 with Donkey Kong and going onto the castle grounds, which you can't do in this game or Mario Kart 8, but whatever. And just thinking how weird it was that I'm going around this already famous super mario 64 location but with donkey kong and so it's it's weird to at least drive by the castle as dixie because who would have ever thought i would have had that experience but yeah um very very happy with the way they're portrayed so we're gonna we're gonna take some calls but i before we get there i do want to address something that's recently happened in Mario Kart Tour, that I am not happy with, Jeff. And this this has been a mostly glowing, happy episode, but the Bowser versus Donkey Kong team rally was rigged bullshit that I will never believe uh, the the results of. And maybe this makes me sound like. I, I don't know some some, some crazed ex-pres, but I, I'm sorry I just can't accept these results Jeff.
0: I think that if you count all the legal votes, we had this thing won by a landslide and then suddenly there's votes and they're counting votes and they're coming in. Where are they coming from? We don't know. They just have all these votes and 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 you know and it was over and they said it was over but then they said there's more votes and you know it's it's a bad deal.
1: So let me explain what a team rally is, Jeff. Uh, every every so often, Mario Kart Tour will change up its formula. Instead of just a straight tour, they will pit two characters against each other in a team rally. So for two weeks, you're representing a, one of these team captains. And, and they get a whole, like, they, they, the the roster is halved. So these characters go with this character, the other characters go with the other character and they try to do it in a way that makes sense. And I think it's it's coming from the perspective of this is who this character would pick to be on their team. So they they did Peach versus Daisy. Uh when I, when I first was playing the game, that was I think the the second week they were doing Peach versus Daisy. Uh then inspired by Godzilla versus Kong uh on HBO Max they did Bowser versus Donkey Kong, and and so Bowser he got all of the Koopa oriented characters as, and Wario and Waluigi and curiously Peach, and I guess that's because Bowser would, would pick Peach because he he's got he's got the hots for her, uh, and then Donkey Kong got all the Kongs and he got all of the the heroic characters, sans Peach, so he, he got Mario, Luigi on down. And, um, and those were the two teams. And I was thinking ahead of time, oh, wow. Donkey Kong has Mario and Luigi on his team. Uh, surely more people will pick Team DK and, and Team DK will win in a landslide. And, and and that's not what happened, Jeff. Uh, Team Bowser won by like two thirds. It, it, it was, it was, it was a complete demolishing of Team Donkey Kong. And. I have a couple theories about why this is the case. Theory one, it's because Bowser was listed first. And when people play this game, they shut off their brain. And so, whereas I come up with this elaborate fanon for how the story works in the greater context of the universes of Donkey Kong and Mario, other people are just playing a mobile game. And so they're like, oh, I got to pick a character. Fine, I'll just hit hit the first character that's listed. And, and so they, they vote for Bowser. Like, people voted for Pat Buchanan in Florida when clearly they were trying to vote for Gore. Hanging chads all over again, Jeff. And, and so people picked Bowser. And so Bowser won because he was listed first. Because people don't think when they play Mario Kart Tour, nor should they, except in this very uh, specific case so that's my first theory because the same thing also happened when Peach destroyed Daisy okay uh, my second theory is that the characters selected for Team Bowser all of them they made sense They're, so er- every character gets a very specific item right uh, so of course the Kongs all yeah. have banana based items Donkey Kong has the giant banana Diddy and Funky have uh, banana barrel cannons that shoot out uh, bananas on the track which which is very cumbersome but once you get the hang of it you can avoid your own bananas and Dixie has a triple banana shield that circles her cart um, a lot of the, the Koopa characters uh, and, and villainous characters have gold variants that their special skill is shooting out coins from their cart that they can then collect. Anybody can collect them, but the cart that shoots them out will be in the closer proximity. And among these coins are the uh tokens that the teams were supposed to collect that would signify who was in the lead. So you would shoot out gold coins, but it'll also shoot out some tokens. So anyone using these gold characters would be generating um. The, the, uh, the Bowser tokens needed for Team Bowser to take the lead. And because there were more gold characters on Team Bowser, that put them at an inherently unfair advantage. So we had the deck stacked against us. And I tried to rally. I, I tried to get Donkey Kong fans on board and say, Hey, you got to download Mario Kart Tour to support. Donkey Kong, but this is a worldwide game, and DK Vine's reach is only so far, and also it's a Mario game, so I'm sure that Bowser is more popular in the game than Donkey Kong is. If this was Donkey Kong Tour, then, you know, sure, we would have a shot, but alas, it it was what it was. But once it was clear, like the first day in, there was like, oh, Donkey Kong's not going to win this. Okay, so now I've got to put up with this over the next two weeks of seeing how badly Donkey Kong is losing. Also, this happened right after Bowser's Fury, so people were just thirsty for Bowser, probably. I, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of reasons. But as a Donkey Kong zealot, I, it was demoralizing.
0: All of the, like, uh, a bunch of the villain characters have a gold version like dry Bo- dry Bowser, King Bobomb, King Boo. But the only gold character that I actually have unlocked or had unlocked at that time uh is pink gold Peach. And she might be the only good guy character that has a gold version. Of course there's Metal Mario, but Metal Mario is not gold uh whereas pink gold Peach is gold, just pink gold. And um but pink gold Peach along with Peach, was also on Bowser's team. So I couldn't use her in the rally because I had to use characters that were going to support Team Donkey Kong.
1: At the end of the tour, we everybody was on Team Donkey Kong. We got a silver medal. We got a participation trophy, Jeff. We, we got a silver medal... That, and I, I've thought about switching from Burning DK to the Silver, Silver Medal, because you know what? I will wear it with pride. Because I would rather go down with the ship. If that ship is christened after the Donkey Kong, I would be happy to drown. Because...
0: It's a Silver Back
1: Medal. Ah! Yeah. So, so, yeah, we lost. We lost badly. It was a worldwide humiliation. But it's one that I, I'm, I'm gonna be proud of. Because I, you know, and I, I was told on Twitter, hey, you should support Bowser cause he's gonna win. And, and I was like, yeah, but I'm Heil from off of DK Vine. So why would I? I'm, I'm the one who beat Double Dash using just Donkey and Diddy Kong, even though it almost destroyed me. So why why would I play as Bowser just because he was going to win that's 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 not that's not who I am anyway, bullshit, but I do thank everybody who came out to support team Donkey Kong
0: yeah I mean y- you know sometimes uh elections are gerrymandered <laughs> and the only thing you can do about that is nothing because life is hell
1: <sighs> Got some calls to take, and then uh we'll we'll wrap this up. Final thoughts for now on Mario Kart tour until they add cranky or K Rule uh or or Donkey Kong with sausage. That's that's still a possibility. And uh and then I'll let you go to your brother's wedding so you can come back and, and do E three stuff with me.
0: Yeah, I mean hopefully it happens, but you know you you, you never know until it's over, right?
2: Hey Harlan, Jeff, what's your favorite uh, thing? Uh, it's DJ Kemp here calling about uh, Mario Kart Tour today. And uh, what have I got to say? So when the game first came out, or when I first read about it, I thought it sounded pretty ordinary. And, yeah, I wasn't that keen on even trying it, so I, I didn't even look at it. Uh, until a few months ago, or not even that, just a month ago, when Kyle posted about the Bowser vs. DK Tour where I felt it was my responsibility to step up to the plate and represent DK, Uh just in the chance of, you know, supporting DK and hoping he wins. And, yeah, it turns out I don't dislike Mario Kart 2 all that much. Uh That was the thing that made me try the game, and it's actually not that bad. Um, that's not a really good job with the, the look and... The, the music and all the usual things in Mario Kart um, yeah it's cool to see tracks from the 64 era recreated I suppose I haven't played a new Mario Kart since Mario Kart Wii so I guess it feels new to me but um, yeah it's not too bad um, anyone listening should uh, hop onto the DK Vine forums and um, check out the thread on Mario Kart Tour and um if you wanna trade friend codes and stuff, there's quite a few that have added our name to the list so far. Uh yeah. Mario Kart Tour. Probably the best Mario Kart since Mario Kart sixty four. Yeah, that's about it. Uh it's good to see so many DK uh characters and uh, vehicles uh, available as well. So yeah, the the DK crew's getting good representation. Uh, And do you guys think that um, Funky and Dixie being in this game shows how, you know, they're they're showing how important they are as characters and that they may be, you know, appearing in a future release sometime soon? Alright, I'll go now. See ya.
1: Thank you for the call, DJ Cat. And I, I can't agree that it's the best Mario Kart game since Mario Kart 64, but if you don't think about it, sure. Um
0: I mean the competition's not that
1: good. I mean I mean look, Mario Kart 8, character roster aside, Mario Kart 8 is, is the best Mario Kart game since Mario Kart 64, but um
0: That's true. But I think it's all marginal cuz it's like it's like which one of these is a better hot dog?
1: It's Luigi you know? holding that? a sausage. I don't know.
0: Luigi has a sausage. I keep forgetting that. I don't know how I could
1: forget that for even a moment. <laughs> I keep moment. bringing it up because um, that's an actual character in the game. <laughs> Luigi holding a big sausage. That okay. So uh, all right, well, all right, yeah. But uh, it's you know it, it is fun because also if you if you become friends with people in the game, if if you share your friend codes. Then, uh, collectively, you get more coins, uh, if, if your friends reach a certain point, a combined point threshold at the end of every tour. So, uh, it, it's advantageous to be friends with people in the game. So, yeah, follow DJ Cat's advice and, and check out the DK Vine forum thread on Mario Kart Tour.
0: And we're not even going to point out, we're not even going to point out the business reason behind why they would motivate you to trick your friends into downloading the slot machine because it doesn't matter it's still fun to to do things with your friends it is it is please gamble responsibly yes
1: um but i as far as dixie but there was a question in yeah, there yeah dixie and funky in their is, call. is is this uh does this indicate that that dixie and funky you know might be used down the road for other things well you know I I think they needed warm bodies to, you know, get people to gamble, uh, gamble, gamble their dollars. And I think that, uh, while, while, um, Dixie wouldn't be the obvious choice because she hasn't been in Mario Kart before and their, their method of adding new characters usually revolves around putting a silly costume on an existing character and, and selling that as a variant, uh, so, again, Luigi with the big sausage is an actual variant in the game of Luigi. Uh, it, it's, um, you know, it, it's, it could go either way, honestly. Because I, I, I am surprised Dixie's in it, quite honestly. Funky, it makes sense to bring back because he was already in Mario Kart. Dixie, on the other hand, it's like, what? why would you do that? Like, yeah, yeah, I mean... Uh, it worked for me because I spent forty dollars to get her, but I don't know. Maybe, maybe they do have plans for Dixie. Yeah, I
0: don't think. It, I don't think it means anything. I don't. I mean, I, I'm not My s- point of view is it doesn't mean anything about anybody's thinking within Nintendo or anything that might happen with a future Donkey Kong game. Yeah, I, I don't think any of it is connected in any way. But it's still neat to see. I, it. I'm not saying.
1: Yeah, absolutely means they're going to use Dixie, but. They're like, oh, you know, we got Dixie on the brain. Hey, we we've got these this Dixie Kong model. We can we can put this in Mario Kart Tour and get some foolish American to spend forty dollars on her. Uh, won't won't that be the day? I'm not saying it's possible, but it's possible. But you know,
0: it is possible
1: that that could all you know could also mean you know they're doing a game with Luigi holding a big sausage. Who knows? So. uh...
0: <laughs> Sign yeah
1: me up. I, I would play that game all right uh let's take our next call
2: uh hey this is jeff's friend gmancer um for, although friend is a loose term because we've been kind of in a scuttle, he owes me money and he does not want to pay me back so if he is co-hosting this episode hey jeff pay me back now if he's not hosting the show, um, please pass a message that he owes G-Manser money. Um, but on the topic of this week, my question is, there's currently four cons. Um, what outfits would you give him each? Because his team has a lot of outfits, some new and some, like, based on old costumes, like some of the Mario ones. Um, yeah, what fun, random weird ass costumes would you give each of the four songs? Uh bye. Jeff.
0: Why do you owe G Man? Yeah so I feel like I have to address I have to address that. A couple things there. One, uh did did he say that we're having a squirtle?
1: Yeah I heard Squirtle. Why are you having a squirtle with G Man, sir?
0: Yeah. We're having a squirtle. Um two, I don't owe him money though. So that's weird. This is news to me. Um but I guess uh you know it'll sort itself out but that's what you get when you sign up for jeff bucks which are only usable in jeff slot machines <laughs> um uh so but then there was the other part of the call which is actually pretty interesting yeah which is the question of
1: Costume. This is actually a good way to end the episode cuz I sort of wanted to end it on this anyway. Sort of like how Dustin predicted the game we were going to play at the end of last yeah, episode. Yeah. G-
0: it's a game.
1: G-Man now provided us with our outro for this episode. So, yeah, we you know we uh, we made lights of Luigi holding the big wiener uh, uh, and you know, there's Peach in the wedding dress and Mario in his tux and Mario as a as Bob the Builder. And you, you've got, uh, a mountain climber Wario and you've got a lot of weird character variants in this game. And aside from arguably Donkey Kong Jr., uh, being a character variant of Donkey Kong, Given got in some hot water bringing that up on the, the last episode we did of this because people didn't agree with that assessment. But, uh, I, I, I see it. People can be wrong. Yeah, pe- I was wrong about Mario Kart Tour. Up. People can be wrong about that. We're all wrong at some point in our lives. We just have to own up to it. But there aren't any real uh, costume character variants for the Kongs. Uh, any of the Kongs in this game. Uh, like there are m- multiple Marios, Luigis, Peaches, Daisies, Paulines, Warios, Waluigis, Yoshis, Toads... I mean, basically everyone has a costume variant except for the Kongs. And, and Jeff, you were hoping the Mario, uh, the, excuse me, the, I always want to say Mario versus Donkey Kong. Uh, you wanted the Bowser versus Donkey Kong team rally to introduce some costume variants for the Kongs. We didn't get any of that, but it, it, that's where I first started thinking about it. Like, well, what would be, uh, something pre-established or something brand new, because a lot of this stuff is just made up, like Luigi with the sausage. Uh, what what could be used for the Kongs um, a, as an alternate costuming variant, uh, but treated as a unique character in this game? What what could be used for any of them?
0: I've got four in mind. One for I just thought of them as we've been talking. Okay, I've got four ideas. Should we alternate ideas, or, well, or how do you want? To do I didn't this?
1: prepare really anything this time around. I didn't either.
0: Okay. I'm 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 purely improvising So in here. why don't? So I could go first. Why, yeah, if just, you want. On, and then
1: just just unload, unload all over me, Jeff.
0: Unload it, unload it. Okay, so Donkey Kong, uh gets a variant that's called Donkey Kong parentheses businessman <laughs> and businessman Donkey Kong is based on the fact that Donkey Kong wears a tie. But this version of Donkey Kong would be wearing a full suit and have a briefcase and his hair would be slicked back like he's a, I don't know, some kind of Wolf of Wall Street type Donkey Kong. Someone that you really just don't like as a person. Uh, That's the new Donkey Kong. Okay. Uh, Diddy Kong is rap star Diddy Kong. You know, P P. Diddy Kong. Uh, turn that hat backwards, give him the sunglasses and the boom box. And, uh, and just to add to it, put a chain, a cool gold chain on his neck and have the chain be like one of his gold stars that are on his shirt. But instead of it being on the shirt, it's on the chain, it's on a gold chain. And maybe his item could be the item that gets you gold coins. Cause he's like gold chain dudes. I don't know. Uh, that's Diddy Kong. Then there's Funky Kong. And I, this one is not so interesting. It's just the first thing that came to my head. But would be like maybe uh maybe a disco Funky Kong, where he's like got a afro and a whole sequin jumpsuit. Why or not just that swanky Kong then, Jeff? All right, all right. Then I'll do something else. All right, Funky Smelling Kong. <laughs> what? So Funky Smelling Kong is is not funky because of his personality. He's funky because of his rank odor. Oh. Because this funky lives in the sewers. Different meaning of the word. Yes. Right. So remember when he was like a grease monkey? Let's just really, like, e- 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 emphasize that and have him covered in nasty filth and have flies, little <laughs> flies coming off of him. Stink and, lines. Uh, and he lives in the trash. Stink lines, like cartoon style. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Funky smelling Kong. Um, and then finally, Dixie Kong, obviously, would go with the Confederate outfit, <laughs> which isn't, it's just, a, it's just a reenactment. Right. Somebody has to play the Confederates in the reenactment, um, and it's a historical thing. It's not about preserving the ideals of the Confederacy, which we don't agree with, but it would be like a reenactment outfit. And she'd have I don't know, uh, a flag or like a d- little drum kit or whatever they had. Maybe she's missing limbs. I don't know, Heil. Uh, but Confederate Dixie Kong seems like a no brainer.
1: So all of these characters would be added in the problematic tour, which which would be uh, a, a two week tour. Uh... Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh,
0: I. Some of them
1: seem. I like okay. no, I, I like stinky funky. I that 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 one was solid. Uh, so all right, here here's mine. All right, so you know how we're having the wedding tour in the game right now? I say we add the funeral tour. Uh, down the line, oh. and and we could have the the four Kongs, but they would be mourning in mourning. Uh, and, and this would. You know, you you could retroactively apply it. Like you'd say they're plucked from time from Wrinkly Kong's funeral, and so you know,
0: right? circa circa that gap between Donkey Kong Land three and Donkey Kong sixty four. Yeah, yeah. When R- Cranky murdered her,
1: right around the time that Donkey Kong got back from Mario Golf Game Boy Color, and he found out Wrinkly was sick. Uh so so Donkey Kong can have you know,
0: and she got eaten by the banana birds. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, no, they, they they didn't kill her. She, the, her body was just eaten by the banana birds right. because they were hungry and they weren't being fed. Right, like after yeah, she yeah, died. Yeah. Uh,
0: yeah, I don't blame the banana birds for this. You can't blame so, them. So, you know,
1: it's just the Kong's normal attire, but all black. So Donkey Kong has a black tie. Diddy has the black baseball cap and, and shirt. Dixie has the black beret. Funky, uh, just a black uh, do-rag and uh, the... His, his cutoffs, he can have all black cutoffs, but you could also have corresponding carts. So imagine Donkey Kong's cart is just Wrinkly Kong's casket that he's riding around on. And, uh, occasionally it'll like pop open and their bones will come out. And, and that could even be his item. His item could be, uh, his grandmother's bones and, and it, it, they, they fall out in the track. That's just that's just one of many ideas Love you can go with. Love it. Yeah, that. I would spend forty dollars,
0: and the glider would be like her ghost. Yeah, the glider would be like her nightgown that she died in. Um, I would I would buy this, but I, I would want Diddy Kong with his black t shirt and his black hat. I would specifically want him to hold the hat in his hands at all times, mm. like he's taken the hat off his head to show respect. Absolutely,
1: like like little little John John uh, at JFK's funeral.
0: Oh <laughs> uh, well, yeah, we could get JFK in there. I mean, he's he's famous for riding in a car. <laughs> the Dealey Plaza, Dealey Plaza, would make a great track in the game, right? Yeah, they go to real life locations like London, Paris, Sydney. Where, let's where's, let's, where's, let's where's do it. Dallas, up.
1: why isn't Dallas in the game?
0: While we're there, while we're there, we might as well head head down to the Bay of Pigs. <laughs> That's when
1: Professor Chops gets added to the game, obviously.
0: <laughs> uh, is that is that probably it?
1: This has been a file two
2: production. Keriko.